the world we know is changing. I'm Moira Gunn, and welcome to Biotech Nation. Cancer treatments, which work with the immune system, are making great strides, with Keytruda from Merck perhaps being the best known. Still, there is much work to be done, both in developing unprecedented new treatments as well as treatments which might combine with our existing ones to make them even more effective. Triumvira Immunologics is working on both. Dr. Paul Lammers is its CEO. Dr. Lammers, welcome to Tech Nation. Thanks, Maura. Great to be here. Now, while we will be talking about your company, Triumvira, I want to start by talking about a drug that anyone interested in cancer treatment knows about. In fact, it's the top-selling pharmaceutical, period, and that's Keytruda from Merck. And while Keytruda has been very, very successful in treating a number of cancers, it doesn't always work, or it could work better. Can you tell us, what does Keytruda do? Where does it work well? And where does it work less well? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So cancers are really smart. So what cancers do, they put a break on our immune system. So our immune system doesn't recognize the cancer and therefore our immune system cannot tackle the cancer. So it puts breaks in place on our immune system. What Kretruda does, it takes the breaks away on the immune system. So that allowed the immune system then to better recognize and attack the cancer. And it has been extremely successful. Kretruda has been indicated for a lot of different tumors where it works really well. Some tumors, some cancers are different than other cancers. And in some cancers, it works really well. And it could mean it could be an effect that lasts for six months up to two years. And for other patients and other cancers, unfortunately, uh, it may only work for a shorter period of time. Um, so therefore, there's always new, new need for improvement, Mora, uh, and also where we feel that our technology might play a role. And now let's turn to Triumvira and what it's doing. In fact, you have a collaboration with Merck to utilize the drug you're developing uh, in, in combination with Keytruda, and we'll get to that later. But I want to talk about what you're doing. And what you're doing is uh, something we call TAC, T-A-C. I'll say it once, T-cell antigen coupler. Um, so we'll stick with TAC. How does TAC work? How are you attacking cancer cells? So what it comes down to, we take blood from a patient, from a cancer patient. We send that blood to our labs. In our labs, we engineer the cells to have a certain little molecule protein on the surface of that cell. And then we expand those cells in the lab till we have about, we have billions. Then we ship those back to the clinic. Then the patient gets his or own cells back. But now they're engineered to recognize and kill their own specific cancer cells. So it's like the ultimate personalized medicine. What we want to do in combination with Merck and collaboration with Merck is to use Keytruda to see if we can even prolong the effect of our TAC T cells in patients. Now, you're about to start, at the time of this recording, a phase two. We're headed right into a phase two human clinical trial. And, and of course, in these very, very significant diseases, if you can see some real improvement, it can go straight to approval. So this is why it's so important. So let's talk about... Uh, what this clinical trial looks like, uh, 
what kinds of cancers you're going to be looking at, what kinds of, of patients you're going to be looking at, or I'll say subjects. T- take us there. Yeah, absolutely. So our phase two trial that we intend to start soon um, is going to have three separate arms to the study. One will be treating patients only with our TAC T-cells. The other arm, we are trying to not just give our TAC T-cells once, but twice. So we're redosing the patient. So we, they get a second set of their own TAC T-cells back. And the third arm is a combination with Crutuda from Merck to see if we can have the effect last long of our TAC T-cells. So how do you qualify who's going to be in this trial? Yeah, so patients are being um, entered into the study at different study sites in the United States and Canada. And what happens is a patient can qualify for the study if there are certain criteria met. For instance, the patients need to have a specific type of cancer that overexpresses a protein known as HER2, H-E-R2. It's a very well-known target on cancer cells. There's a lot of different cancers, like 15 different cancers that overexpress HER2. So those will be ideal candidates. Now, these patients, of course, have been already treated with a lot of other therapies. It could be chemotherapy, it could be radiation, it could be a combination of different therapies. So the challenge in drug development oncology and cancer specifically as a new company with a new drug, you're starting at the back end. You're starting a patient who have progressed and everything else are not responding anymore and now are eligible to get your investigational drug, which means that these patients oftentimes already have dealt and fighting that cancer for four, five, six years before they finally get into a trial. That's tough because it also means that for some patients, it is truly the last resort, the last chance to see an effect on their cancer. But it also means is if we do see the fact that is a fantastic boost, not only for the patient, but also for us as a company developing those new therapies. Now, if I look at my notes, you've got just 10 people in the single dose of taking the drug from Triumvira, and then 10 more people taking that second dose Uh, two doses, if you will, Mm -hmm. in succession. And then we get to the big arm. We get to, as they call it, the big arm of the study. And that's with Keytruda. And you're hoping for up to 200 patients or so. My question to you is, there must be a lot of knowledge about how long people are, are going to live. It's a difficult, delicate situation. Mm. Um, So how does that come into play when you're dosing people with Keytruda Mm -hmm. and you're adding in your drug? I mean, do we know this? How much do we know about how long people will live? Well, I think that, as you said already, Maura, Keytruda is very effective in many different cancers for which it has been approved and it's indicated. And so for patients, depending on the cancer type, it could be a six months up to a two years, three years response with Keytruda, which is obviously fantastic for the patients. Um, so we hope that by giving Keytruda to patients who have been treated with our product, that our product has a longer effect as well. And if we can, together with Keytruda, then really make an impact on the patient's life for a significant period of time. So there is a lot of information then known in general about 
duration, I think it's called, of the effectiveness of treatment with respect to Keytruda. So that's why you don't have a separate study here with people just on Keytruda to compare it to. Is that right? No, because there's so much data and all the tumors that we're pursuing, like gastric cancer or lung cancer or pancreatic cancer, those are all cancers for which Keytruda has been approved already by the FDA. So there is this whole data set out there. So we don't need to show that again because it's been approved for those, right? So the nice thing is we are only pursuing cancers, in fact, that for which Keytruda has already been approved as an effective therapy. So we don't need to do that again as a Keytruda-only arm, so to say. At the same time, I'm thinking 200 patients... They could be six months, a year, you go at some point there. How many years is it going to take to bring it to an end point? Well, so basically in the world of cancer drug development, you're looking, especially, well, in cancer, you're looking at the number of, a certain number of events, there being events either death, unfortunately, or uh, patients are surviving, on the other hand, or patients who have to stop the trial because they have side effects, toxicities associated with, with Keytruda, that's well known also. Um, so you're looking at the number of events, and if you pass the number of specific events that you set before you, know, you start that study arm, then you can have enough, you know, basically ammunition, enough data to go to the FDA to get an approval for your combination. We expect that this phase two study will take three years to show really if your our product attack together with Keytruda, we is very safe and effective in cancer patients. Well, that's a big roll of the dice. You've got a lot of got a lot, a lot of bravery and nerve going on there at Triumvira. Uh, let me ask you this: I know you have other tacks. What are they focusing on? Well. Cancers have specific proteins on the surface of the cell. But I mentioned HER2 already. HER2 is well known. There is a product called Herceptin, which has been approved already for 25 years ago for breast cancer. And so it's a protein expressed on the surface of breast cancer cells and also the other 15 tumors that I mentioned. But certain tumors express different protein. For instance, Claudin 18-2 or Gucci-2C or GPC-3. All these are code names for certain proteins expressed on the surface of cancer cells. So we, what we try to do is develop different tag products that can attack those different cancers. When you have a collaboration with a, a big pharmaceutical company, and it is a collaboration, let's be clear. They're just not looking over your shoulder here. How does that work? How do you bring your science with their science? What is the exchange that goes on? Well, obviously, it takes a lot of meetings and quite a bit of time before you can get to that collaboration agreement, so to say. Obviously, um, you need to meet with various groups within a big pharma company, notably the science people, the, the research and development people, the clinical people, the business development people. So it takes a lot of meetings. Um, and once Merck became very interested in our TAC technology, they say, hey, that might be very interesting to combine that with Keytruda. So obviously, Keytruda for them, as you mentioned, Maura, is the biggest selling drug right now. It's amazing. So they are also very protective of that as well. So they want to be sure is that you know the combination will likely be very well perceived and receptive by, by patients. Um, so that is a key consideration for, for Merck. Um, but they're really excited about our technology, and they truly think by giving 
us the Keytruda to give to patients that will be uh, you know, a benefit to our product and also hopefully to Keytruda. Now, for people who want to join this clinical trial, or at least see if they're eligible, how do they do that? You can go to our website, which is www.triumvira.com. There is a specific on the top, you see a, a, a um, sign that says patients. You go in there and then you will find information about our clinical trial. And that's starting up in the next six months to a year? Oh, yeah, no, definitely. It will start soon. We hope in the second half of this year. So, in you know, we hope that after, so in August, September, that this phase two will start. Very good. Well, Dr. Lammers, thank you so much. I, I hope you come back and keep us appraised of the outcome. Absolutely. We will do, Maura. Thanks so much for inviting me. Dr. Paul Lammers is the CEO of Triumvira Immunologics in Austin, Texas. More information is available at triumvira.com. Listen to more biotech podcasts at biotechnation.com or subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. Biotech Nation is a regular feature of the weekly public radio program, Tech Nation. Listen to the full show via podcast or on your local public radio station. For Biotech Nation, I'm Moira Gunn.